come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits the Saturday Night Freak Show? <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and germs, to the Saturday Night Freak Show podcast. Or if you're first joining us, welcome. Uh, every Saturday night we do the freak show. Uh, we watch a movie, then we gather around a bar, crack open a few beers, and talk about it for your listening pleasure and edification. So uh, these are the remaining internet radio superstars. <laughs> the remnants. Sean. Travis. We are the superstars. <laughs> and I'm Colin. And tonight, Travis chose our motion picture viewing event. Travis, what did we watch tonight? We chose Basket Case. Woo! See, that's what we do. We uh, we weed uh, hosts out through attrition. <laughs> right? How Basket much can case. you stand? Oh, yeah. yeah. What Will is you it? survive the freak show? What is this year like is this? 176 or something? Oh, no, no, no. no sorry. The movie's, uh, I think it's movie number 176 or 177 on the show. But this is ah. from the year 1982. Oh, it's from 82? Yes. Yeah. It is directed by... Helmer Helmer How about Frank Hennenlotter? Hennen, yeah. That's, what else do we know Frank Hennenlotter from? That's the <gasps> oh. Case 2 and 3. Hey! <laughs> hey did he do the, he the did, other ones? He did two. I think, like, the main people did it. Like, the, oh, what's his name? Uh, Kevin Van Hentenreich. He the did 2 and 3. The guy that played Danny. The guy who played Dwayne. 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 Yeah, Dwayne. That's right. Dwayne. That's he how memorable the second he... and third one. Oh, wow. Dwayne Boyle, or whatever his name is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, Frank Henenlotter also did another uh, Grindhouse classic from the 80s, Frankenhooker. Oh, he did Frankenhooker. I also think, you remember a movie called Brain Damage, where the guy had Elmer, the I thing that grew out of his... Uh, remember images of Brain Damage. I think these, it might have been a Frank Henenlotter. All these movies are on that list, I'm like, that sounds interesting. Like, Bastard <laughs> Case has always weird. been on there, Frankenhooker's been on there, like Castle Freak. Like a bunch of them have always been on that list. Like, hmm, well, the reason this got on my list is back uh, when I first got into horror, you know, like as a kid and you can't see all these horror movies because either you're not allowed or you can't find them. The best place to go is Fangoria back issues, you know, <laughs> so many, so many of the movies uh, I found throughout the, Fangoria. oh, Fangoria, yeah. oh, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Basket Case, I remember having one of the most disturbing images I've ever seen, even, I mean, it was right there in the magazine of the doctor with all the scalpels in her face, and I'm just uh, like, yes. fucking frightening. You know, was, was it a screen grab or was yeah, it like it was, a behind the scenes? No, it was like a, I'm sure it was a screen grab mm. or something like that. It wasn't behind the scenes because... This was, I'm sure the issue wasn't from 82. Oh, oh I mean, okay. it might have been around from around there. I can't remember when the first issue, 83 or something like that, right? Mm. I don't oh, know. Anyway. Uh, no, it's oh. the first in Fright since 1979. Oh, I get it. Oh, <laughs> it's on the top of the magazine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so I knew, I'm like, oh, basket case. This is a must see, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I think it is a must see. Uh, I think it's different. For a Grindhouse movie, Definitely I think different. it's incredibly watchable. And it is different. The story is different. You don't see, I mean, I guess the Siamese twins story is, you know, a little, you know, I mean, overplayed, maybe. Every, 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 like, TV horror thing has its Siamese, evil Siamese oh, twin. X Files yeah. one is awesome. That's actually what I was thinking of while we were watching this. Oh, Have you the, seen that the one? The Tells in the Crypt Ice Cream Man one, right? Where they yeah. kill the ice cream man. And he's attached to his his brother. You never know that the ice cream man actually has his brother sitting behind him or whatever. So when they shoot the dude in the head to rob him, 
He has his like dead brother attached to him the whole time. I remember that. That was a crazy one. Wow. Now the X Files one was there was a Siamese twin who was able to detach from the guy who he was with, nice. or he was a tumor. The guy had a tumor, but it <laughs> turns out the tumor was also a Siamese twin. And there's all these people dying because they're like been chewed into. <laughs> and it's like, he, he keeps on leaving me. Hey, he wants <laughs> to be with somebody else. Yeah. It was, uh... The only twin tales from the crypt I remember is with Joe Pesci, where he's not really a twin. Isn't he playing a twin in that? He's, he's he, it's Joe Pesci. He meets twin, girls yeah and he's pretending to be a different person with each one yeah oh. she finds out at the end and then saws them in half so they can each have half of yeah them. yeah i remember that that no the tales me. from the crypt siamese twin was the one with the ventriloquist dumb we're giving yeah, away the ah. yeah his hand is the twin <laughs> and he just puts it in a puppet to make it look yeah. like he's a- i'm pretty sure the one i was talking about is about a twin i don't know if it's about a siamese i, I thought it was it's where brad dorif and his Brad Dorf is kind of like a like a stupid uh like thief and then his brother who is played by uh, I think maybe the guy from Demon Knight, maybe. maybe no, Billy no, Bill Zander. Paxton. Oh, oh. Bill Paxton. Oh yeah. Yeah, Bill Paxton and Brad Dorf are these two brothers that are gonna rob this ice cream truck guy and they shoot him, but they don't know that. So, so the I can't. The, I'm pretty sure was, twin takes control. I think it was a Siamese twin. I know he had him attached to his like belt. I thought he was attached to him from the back. It's like you right. didn't know that me and my brother worked the truck together for you know whatever years. <laughs> and, but uh, I like how uh, so basket case kind of starts off almost from the point of view where you're supposed to think the guy's mental, right? Mm. Which is kind of cool. I mean, I mean, maybe it doesn't play it off perfectly, but, you know, he's carrying the basket, you know. He talks to it. And I think you're supposed—he taught—and I think what really points to this is the fact that at first, before you know there's a psychic link between him and his brother, you know, he's basically, like, telling his brother to shut up. And yes. this is before you've seen the monster, before you just know he's carrying around a basket. Oh, wait a second. Do we, uh, does he I- feed him before that happens? Before he talks to it, I, I think, think he so. Does. But, but you don't see anything. He's just tossing a burger, and he's like, "Oh, you'll you know, you're going really... like." Rum, rum, rum. But don't they show the hand? The, you know, the the hand with the missing like, finger. In the first death, I think so. Yeah, in the first death before yes. the opening title, but yes. we don't know if like what. Maybe this guy. I don't know. Well, that's where I was <laughs> like. I guess that's why he transforms. Out of so, so it's a movie from 80, 1982. <laughs> yeah. Who knows what's going on? Yeah, it's always a possibility you. they transform. I guess that's why I didn't think that he was crazy, but I knew that there was you know something going on with this guy. But I think it was because you know, yeah, I can't remember the shot. We just fucking watched it. But when they attack the doctor, there's a doctor in the opening scene who's like, it's a, you know, somebody's cutting the power to his house and right. Letterman or whatever. I don't know. Needle Needleman. No, Needleman. Oh, Nuffletter. No, Nuffletter. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know the Dr. Fluffernutter. Yeah, the Dr. Fluffernutter. Make believe Dr. Dave's in this movie. <laughs> That's as good as Barf and Fugle. <laughs> and he gets killed by some menace that has broken into his house. And you don't know, like, you don't see anything, just a shadow. That guy's probably him. the worst actor of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that was. Bad. I like how he calls the police. And it's just like it's Doctor Fresh. Like, do we owe you a favor? What do you mean, it's Doctor? I like when like, the lights go, he's like, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> like he knows what's going on. Yeah, and the and the tiniest gun I've ever seen in my life. I'm pretty sure he's got to just stick his little fingers in there to shoot that thing. It's like a cap gun. It really is. <laughs> okay, so this movie is a bit on the impoverished end of cool. the filmmaking. 
uh, fundage scale. Yes, 35000 right? I believe, is the budget for this movie. Shot on 16, 16 millimeter. millimeter. Yep. The Grindhouse Gold. In Manhattan, like at 42nd Street. Yeah. The good so, old days But that's York. what's cool about it is, like, it's one of the few movies that I actually, you know, I don't know. I mean, I've spent a considerable amount of time in my life, <laughs> Maybe like, someone say trying much. to look up, you know, like, uh, stuff about 42nd Street and the Grindhouse, uh, like, cinema era. Mm. And, I mean, there's certain movie like Taxi Driver or, you know, there's something else that comes to mind, but I can't remember what it is. But, you know, that actually shows all those marquees. Right. right? I can't believe, like... Just because I've—I mean, I've been in New York, but since it's been like cleaned up and everything, I can't believe—I can't believe there was a time where all that shit was just out there, like neon signs that just said "pussy." Yeah, and that's just what it was. Oh, that, was yeah, there's, that was America, uh, folks. America, that's what happened. America, you could do what away. you wanted. There's a—I uh, think <laughs> maybe it's right now. I just put this on my Facebook page, but I saw like somebody like recently. There's a point of view shot of this guy walking down somewhere on 42nd Street. And there are the marquees are back, and it was like huh. Jason lives and the fly and aliens. I'm like, what the hell? And then you realize it's uh, they like put it these, back up there. They're you know like these stills that somebody is uh, somebody in 1986 went and photographed the street, huh. blew it up, and now they're like you know this is what this used to look like in Crazy. 1986, and you can buy this poster. It's like five foot long Whoa. of all the cool. the New York uh, grind houses. Crazy, but I the grind houses were like a uh, it was a, you know, I mean, this is when they would have movies that would play like just, you know, all day long, bumping one into into another. So like a triple feature or something like that. And like you could just go in at some point in the day and sit there and like right, go in, jerk movies. off, get out. That's what you did back. Well, in the day. just like like back in the day, Hollywood didn't have the corner market on movies. Anybody made a movie and that like the nearest biggest city was the market, you know, I mean, you really did have these local, I mean, that's how things like Texas Chainsaw Massacre was made in Texas and, you know. Well, like uh, Herschel Gordon Lewis was a big one for the Midwest because he, you know, was able to make movies that would just play like a, I mean, I guess it played a national circuit, but primarily like a, uh, well, you think of movies like The Legend of Boggy Creek or something oh, like that. Oh, yeah. You know? Or The Town That Dreaded Sundown. <laughs> yeah, I mean, those yeah, yeah. were made for, like, the South, you right. know? But, yeah, you'd have, but especially in New York, I mean, like, there was, uh, I think it was, like, was it Aquarius releasing? Wait, did they put this out? I think it was, like, Aquarius or something had an office above one of the theaters. I don't oh, know yeah. if it was the New Amsterdam or the Selwyn or something like that, but they actually had the office up there. So you could... Like, there's a guy sitting up there who's making movies to show yeah. in the theater. Dude, that, I'm telling you, that was America, you know? All the independent, all, like, uh, most of the independent comic book companies came from comic book stores that would just start writing and drawing comics. Because I mean, then, yeah, you worked at the place that you would fucking sell it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's genius. Nowadays, it'd be like if you worked at a video store and just, like, had your movie <laughs> Right, there, start you putting know? your shit on the shelf. Yeah, like, dude, that's know? genius. I really do think that. I mean, that's true fucking art, you know? Yeah, it may be a little shitty. It may be a little, like, rough on the edges. But I think people, you know, that's that's just the real uh, that's the real deal. Well, it's also, it's you know, it's that thing of knowing your audience so well because you are basically, you know, right there where they yeah. shop. That and it, I mean the grindhouse experience the way that I understand it it's like you know if you had a packed house like they were yelling shit back at the screen it was like an interactive experience everybody who went says it was like 
you kind of it was exciting because you kind of felt like anything could happen. Somebody could get stabbed. Somebody <laughs> right. could be fucking over here. You know, like anything. <laughs> Drugs like, everywhere. Smells like piss. You know, and yeah, don't go to the bathrooms. You know, alone <laughs> and all this stuff. So, like Frank Henenlotter, obviously, and he's actually I know this because he was on a documentary I watched recently called Forty Second Street Memories, mm. where he was. You know, they were talking about these things, but obviously he went to these theaters often. So he made a movie f- to play there and had to know like the moments that New Yorkers would respond to, you know, like they're seeing the st- very street where they're watching the movie. Yeah, right? We're talking about how there's a lot of rep. I mean, when the main character is first in New York, there's a drug dealer that comes up and offers them like literally everything. Every drug can, uh, that, that scene is hilarious. <laughs> that cracks me up, man. He's just rambling on like, Oh, crack morphine. <laughs> It's like, God damn. That's got to be like an exaggeration of what every patron of the theater watching this movie just <laughs> Exaggeration? exaggeration? Yeah, I was say, not an exaggeration. I'm, you know what? I'll even go so far as to say they caught that on film. That's a slice of life. Like, that's that what might, that is. That guy might be real. So like, man, no, like no exaggeration. And then you got that, that, that happy hooker character who, you know, she's like, man, this place, you know, fucking people pissing on my door and doing, you know, it's just like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's a relatively low budget movie. I mean, yes. it, it's was this his first movie? Did you look this up? Is this I think the first so. thing he did? I, I, I mean, it feels like it. Somewhere around there. Well, it just kind of seems like it's it's amateur, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, it's definitely amateur. But I mean, not that this not you know I'm not slamming the movie here. I'm just saying that yeah. you know it's one of those things where you got people probably starting out doing something. They're trying to make something that's attention getting, and you know. <laughs> They've got a script and they have some money and some experience and, mm. you know, actors who are like, Meh. I mean, for what it is, it's surprising how good the monster puppet looks. I mean, just for what this is, it's surprising you have to put a disclaimer on that because I kind of agree with you. But the other side of the thing well, is like, but, it is obviously a but rubber for what it, thing. Sure. Seems but but anything else shot on 16 millimeter, I mean... Just for the type of filmmate, and like this would be like if us if we got together, we'd be like, "How do you make a monster?" Right. Yeah. And these guys at least did something, yeah, I mean, something the, where it's just uh, I mean, claymation. I mean, yeah, they yeah, tried, yeah, the stop motion, and all yeah, that. The they stop. they really did, <laughs> and that's that's a memorable looking dude, yeah, he like is that memorable. face with the teeth and everything, like oh, oh. Yeah. like I never he makes, yeah, like constantly it's frightening, oh, it's nightmare, it is. It's between, just like between the screaming, just like, ah, ah, this is one of those or the gnawing where, sound where he's just like, yeah. this almost does to me what Texas Chainsaw Ooh. does at the end. Just the, how much screaming is in this movie is <laughs> That's you the know? biggest thing I noticed because it's the screaming and it goes on forever, <laughs> dude. Yeah, forever. it's almost ever psychologically like, oh. supposed to fuck you. Like it's terror, <laughs> terror, right? Screaming Any other madness. movie would like cut at a certain point. Because you're looking at it going like, all right, they other people would have cut there. No, they go on for another 30 seconds. But that's that real shit, though, though right? That's yeah. what I like about Grindhouse movies. I had a buddy that watched Maniac, the original, with Joe Spinell. Oh? Spinell. Spinell. <laughs> <laughs> I always want to come Joe Spinello. But uh, my buddy's like, it was so stupid how long it took to choke that hooker. And I'm like, what are you talking? I was like, that's exactly how long it would take to choke. It's I like, choked that hooker one time. It was... One I'm just saying, flat. it's like, was, that's what yeah. I liked about uh, these Grindhouse movies. They always took that time, like, this is how long it takes for one of these horrific scenes to play out. You mm-hmm. know, it's something that 
feels like forever until you die, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's because of the limited budget and because they're trying to give you something that you can't see in like a major Hollywood movie. They have to have an edge, right? They know they're playing yeah. to the 42nd Street crowd who has seen everything. Yeah, I've never seen a, a morphed Siamese twin scream at me for five minutes straight. I've never seen that before. <laughs> never seen that before. Yeah, frightening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So old Dwayne, our main character, carries his Siamese twin, Belial. Belial, which isn't that a name of a demon or a devil? Yeah, I'm pretty it's, sure it's, that's yes. a demon name. Yes, because and when they even kind of in the movie, saw, like, why don't we name it Belial just because it's well, a the, fucking thing from hell? Well, no, yeah, you saw the father was kind of, or the aunt was religious. Yeah. So you you imagine it's a religious family. So yeah. the father thought, you know, like this fucking, he's not my son, he's a demon. So yeah, mm-hmm. name yes, him Belial. So Belial. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I like it. <laughs> I mean, it's the general gist of the movie, right? That the, I mean, I was thinking about this. I'm like, man, this is like, it's simple, but it's like a classic kind of story structure because yeah. it also seems to me it's like similar to like the abominable doctor vibes, right? Before the movie started, someone has offended our main character and the movie starts with a murder and mm-hmm. you're like, well, who got murdered and by who? And then as the thing goes on, it's revealed that, you know, the 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 victims have are the people who wronged our main character before so you have to get the plot of like you know well what happened we get treated to a flashback in in this movie but Mm. the idea that you know he the siamese twin like they wanted to be connected and the doctors and the father conspired to have the the twins separated but he didn't die this he only grew stronger. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. a good line. He's able to grab door handles and rip entire doors <laughs> off. The yeah. yeah, right. All the, well, it's all that muscle is just like That's compacted. All into. he is. He's just, <laughs> well, yeah, just muscle, muscle and some ribs. I think I saw sticking out in the <laughs> yeah. back. And these creepy black eyes, like a doll's eyes, uh, like a doll's eyes. Yeah. When they roll back white, <laughs> when they roll over white. But yeah, oh my god! And oh. then you hear that terrible high pitched screaming. Yeah. Oh, whole movie. Ah, 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 <laughs> oh my god well but i what i really like is how they don't necessarily i mean this is one of those movies that keep you going through the mystery but i like how it gives you that mystery it solves that mystery at the end where at first you know like i said i thought i thought they tried to play it off like maybe this guy's crazy he just carries his fucking basket around and like is going to like he is a basket case oh, he is a basket case uh, da, da, da. but then you're like no he does have a deformed brother in the basket <laughs> like this is a fact it's like oh yeah but then it becomes about like as he's tracking down these doctors it becomes about him meeting a receptionist of course and uh, a receptionist a very, in a bad wig a very awkward yeah. Well, I think every fee is like, we're making a movie. Get the wigs out. Why are we putting on? Because we're making a movie. Put the wigs on. Yeah. Like, get the makeup. We don't I think need her makeup. part changed at one point, didn't it? <laughs> it was, it, like, yeah, uh, I think the, the wig first, was on backwards. Something. From the first time you met her, and then, then they, he goes into the doctor's office, and when he comes back out, it's like, that wig moved a little bit. There's yeah. something not quite right. It's like, what before. could be wrong about her real hair? <laughs> she, right? Yeah. right. Yeah. She just didn't want to be recognized ah, in the movie. Right. Oh, like, are you doing what? Right. This shit goes cool. south. I'm a brunette, so I'll, I'll wear a blonde. Yeah, they hair. showed her the, the mock-up of the deformed twin. She's going to like, yeah, I'm going to need a wig. Just in case. Yep. I want to work I after this. some stuff. Yeah, it was a very odd time for her to do the picking up, right? Because he's like, I'm here to see a doctor. And she's like, you new here? Have you ever been in have, you know, have you been to all these? Well, once again, that New York thing, right? Have you been right. to all these famous uh, locations, you yeah. know? She names off every, every single yeah. location. Yeah. Just like all the drugs. Like, this guy's telling <laughs> yeah. you his street cred. Like, he knows all the places to go. Yeah. 
And then, like, you got that weird, awkward, well, but then, okay, so he goes out on a date with that woman, and then it becomes kind of like that whole, if you're going, you know, the 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 monster brother feels if you're, you know, if you right. fall in love with a woman, you won't be keen to help me out. Right, we had a mission. Yeah. And now we have, you're deviating. And I like how it, the movie doesn't spell that out. Right. I like how, you know, first you think, well, he's crazy because he's he thinks his he thinks his like brother's in a basket and he's like rolling around trying to shut out the voices that you don't hear at all. So you're like, well, he's obviously crazy. And then you you know, when he's kissing the girl, you <laughs> what, they do the close ups on the basket, so you start to feel like, Oh, that brother, that brother doesn't like that. He <laughs> yeah. feels like, You're leaving me. Yeah. And so then he they, pops out and screams at you for a half hour. Oh, <gasps> messes and then up the freaks room. out. He <laughs> trashes the room. Like a 70s rock star. He's just throwing shit He's everywhere. angry. Angry. Yeah. Angry. That's so what angry. scares me about this little guy. It really he is. He just gets angry. And you're like, calm down, dude. Come on. Yeah. Hey, whoa. Can't calm him down. <laughs> no. He's... <laughs> <laughs> That's a good joke. Maybe yeah. maybe a bit racist or something. Yeah, why did you stop it? <laughs> so I mean, yeah, this movie's not complex, but I do think yeah, there's kind of like a classic story here. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of the I mean, some of it's a little drawn out because I mean they're trying to make 91 minutes here yeah, yeah. with really something that could last about 40 minutes, like but be really good, a fucking right. strong ass 40 minutes. Yeah. Uh, he gets to know the uh, happy hooker. This is another one of those movies where I do kind of like how. Remember how we're always talking about, like in uh, um, the last Starfighter, and when we mention a lot of Spielberg films, it's always taking a character, then like making it feel like there's a community around him. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, even I totally thought that this it's, movie, it's the apartment movie, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Even though, even yeah. though the character doesn't know these people, he only really meets mm-hmm. three or four of them. Right, yeah. but it's populated but just the by fact very that, like characteristic. Yeah, yeah very, all these people yeah. that pop out whenever they they hear this thing <laughs> and going fill on. that hallway. Yeah. yeah, oh boy, do they? Yeah. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, like the guy who works behind the desk. Like he's I like the best actor. In the I movie. like that guy. <laughs> he's. Yeah. Pro- I'm, I sort of got that guy from another movie. I looked. He him up. should. Be. Nothing. Nothing. Really? Yeah. Some TV, but I'm like, that's I, a diamond in the rough, right there. Yeah. I think he was a well, at least the best actor in this movie. He was the actor in this movie. Like <laughs> hey. all these other people acted, but he was the he was like the closest to like I can deliver this like I normally talk. <laughs> right. This all the time. I don't need to like put on that. I'm acting now. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, re- I remember these lines. Yeah, that we were watching a thing like how they made this, like uh-huh. that front desk. Is actually like it's not a hotel. They just it's hung just a, a sign outside one place. It's an elevator. Oh, really? They force <laughs> they the door pop, open. They prop the elevator. Oh, that's door wonderful. Open. So when you look in the front door, you can see. So you can into see the elevator. Right but it's, they made it into his. Yeah, that's the, wonderful. The uh, the hotel sign. Hotel. What was it called? Billmore or the, Bo- the, Bo- uh, wait. Bro, it's not Brolin, it's Broslin or something Broslin. like that. Broslin? It's like Broslin. Right. Yeah, You'll have Broslin. to tell us, uh, people out there. Yeah, Broslin. Uh, well, they just hung that sign from, actually, the main actor's uh, apartment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was so, like, wow. That, filmmaking but, ingenuity. Dude, I, right? that's what I love about this type of film, like, traumas and all out. that. I just like the whole, like, how are we going to do this? Mm-hmm. How are we going to do it? We don't have a budget. We don't have, we have a camera. Yeah. And we have, that's fucking genius. Prop, I think. Yeah, prop it open the elevator door to have that right in view of that. For, that's genius. That's just mm-hmm. dealing genius. with what you have, you know? it's it's. I want this shot. How do we pull it off? There's yeah. an elevator right there. What do we do? Prop it and, open. Put the thing up. 
but there's something about like movies of this budget level. Like, you know, I mean, this kind of shit happens in Hollywood all the time and you go like, Oh, that's how it's done. But Hmm. somehow it's like when you know that they're, they're deprived of funding and Hmm. they're able to do this stuff. It's like somehow it's like, Oh, right. It's a little more magic. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Because we were looking at the, Oh, sorry. Oh, uh, my brother used to watch this director's movie. I don't know his name. He made a movie called, I want to say it's called super starlet. AD. Maybe. Have you heard of this guy? I have not. Well, this guy is to, I mean, his movies are like, I wouldn't (laughs) recommend his movies, but this guy's just known for, I mean, he never, he's never paid. He shoots in New York, I want to say, and he's never paid for a permit. So he's constantly getting arrested mm-hmm. for shooting. <laughs> sure. But he says usually the cops will stand by and let him finish the scene and like joke around because he always has like bimbos and like <laughs> spacey looking outfits. And, you right. Know. Hey. Yo, come here. Say hello to Starla. But I do like that. Entertain you for a little while. Let me finish my shot. Well, do yeah. you know in, in like in Rocky, all the uh, all the stuff that is like the pet shop and that's all shot by Lloyd Kaufman oh, because yeah, they didn't the have yeah. uh, permission to shoot. So yeah. they had Lloyd. Co- that's why Lloyd Kaufman <laughs> right. in the you bar know people. Oh. Uh, with uh, when he, uh, before uh, Stallone meets Polly for the first time, Lloyd Kaufman's sitting in there. Hmm. So yeah, like, I, oh, I just love that. that. I just like, cause yeah, fuck people that said, you know, well, you, it takes this, this, this to make a movie. It's like, who fucking ever said that, man? You know, anybody should be able to make a movie for any reason, you know? I mean, yeah, we have these, like, rules. Mm. Not that they're not, like, meant to be broken or bent or whatever, but I think it is a little better when people... Because that's the only way you're really going to get a true vision, right? Like, the reason uh, Deadpool was such a success is because, I mean, it took, like, six to seven years for the filmmakers to, like, have not even, like half of the budget of a superhero movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it takes that sort of filmmaking to actually get your vision or a sort of, or if you are going to do uh, an, an adaptation, it takes that sort of big loss of budget to do something close to the original material. Cause once you start getting money involved, you get people's opinions, you get yeah, people's, right, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. It keeps you being eternally inventive. And then there's sometimes like we watched that Quatermass movie last week where it feels like, you know, sometimes when the vision outstrips the budget, you know, it's like <laughs> you, you start seeing does. the holes. But yeah. that, but, yeah. but and you're like, see, I oh, think this would have been grander if they could actually afford to show us. But that probably was big talking. for the time. I'm sure. For well, Hammer yeah, and I'm sure. like but it wasn't big enough. For I bet the, the 50s version was, you know, not big enough for the right. concept. That's for sure. <laughs> well, this movie also captures, I mean, it's that kind of, uh, you know, I mean, we already talked about 42nd Street, which is, you know, seen for a little bit. But it's kind of like you can feel that it's like a true New York movie. There's certain directors, you know, Abel Ferrara did like mm-hmm. King of New York and Bad Lieutenant and yeah. uh, Miss 45. You know, there's these guys yeah. who work in New York and make New York movies and just like, the locations that they're able to find because it's their neighborhoods, right? You know, feel somehow more genuine than you know a Hollywood film that's supposed to take in New York where they send out a you know talent or a location scout or whatever. Because there's some locations in this stairwells, elevators, basements that are like 
man, that's kind of grimy. And like, where in the fuck did you oh, this find this place? Grimy, and, right? Yeah, the doctor's <laughs> office. <laughs> the oh, doctor's Jesus. office. It's like that guy's a fucking doctor of what? Nothing sanitary in that place. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What is what? he down the hall from? Uh, uh, what was it? Rubber novelty? Novel- <laughs> novelties and rubber or something? <laughs> yeah, He's just yeah. On the door. Novelties and rubber. <laughs> like, what kind of office building is this? Would you go to a doctor? <laughs> In well, this building, <laughs> but we do find out later, though, Lead that paint everywhere that uh, the one of the main surgeons that did the operation was a veterinarian. So his father mm. fucking hated this monster of a kid so much that he didn't even pay right. for a real. Who well, at least that's what I got from it. Here right, nobody house. else would do it. He's just like, I need you. Nobody else will take these two apart. I need you three. Do it. Yeah, I'll take whatever I can get. So Needleman was well. He's like a. Just a anesthetic. anesthesiologist. Yeah, that's uh, what they seem like. So maybe that's why he's got a trashy office because he just has to go to the hospital when they need an anesthesiologist. But he's still got to be a general medicine guy if he's seeing patients, including the one. I guess the cat well, lady maybe or the, she maybe was, the director doesn't know how like the healthcare system works. Maybe. I don't know. What was with the the woman who the lady the bag lady? Yeah, she's like rattling off all these. You got the wrong prescription. You got to tell him we got the. And then, you know, I figured that she was going to go into the doctor's office and tell him this. But she leaves. She leaves. But she leaves. And she comes back. And then comes back. That's very weird. It's very weird. But I can't recall if there was any dialogue. She was real. Well, just like the one woman, just to give give the hotel some character, that one woman that she first starts talking to uh, Dwayne. And she's got the story about... The Rouge Rouge woman? I do like that story, though. (laughs) I wonder... If it no, I'd have to check the time. Well, anyway, I'll, and then she I'll runs off. Used that to live in that apartment. Yeah, she says was, she was running away from her family. That was like a a rich, you know, gas mogul or whatever. But then one day she was all dressed up and blah. And we never seen her again. And then she just turns around and walks down the stairs, just like <laughs> oh, okay, I, right. <laughs> I think she's of, going to like wait at the corner for the next new tenant to come in to say to, to tell, tell that exact same story. <laughs> like that's what she does. Yeah. Like, now you know. Maybe they're supposed to. I do like weird apartment type stories, though. Like weird people in apartments. I don't know. It's you ever seen yeah. the tenant, the Roman Polanski, the tenant? Well, I mean, uh-huh. look at Rosemary's Baby. I guess yeah. the Repulsion. He's got like the three the apartment movies. Yeah, uh, I just I saw this really cheesy superhero movie called The Scribbler, where it was about a like a kind of an apartment building for people that are like fresh out of mental institutions, like getting ready to re-enter uh, mm-hmm. society so you know of course you got these quirky characters you got of course they're like don't use the stairs because there's a chick that pushes you on the stairs <laughs> <laughs> she just has this quirk about pushing people down stairs yeah really funny shit and it helps from the budget standpoint of making the movie because you basically get to do everything in one location even though his apartment was a set because they had that the bad cyclorama yeah. out the window. Yeah, At one sure. point, he threw, I think, Belial into the wall, and the wall kind of buckled. <laughs> <laughs> that wall move. Yeah. It does fall out of window. But at least they could get overhead lights on the you know, yes. his stage lighting. <laughs> yeah. But it was weird. I love that scene when, uh, so he brings his, uh, you know, he freaks out on his, his new girlfriend for a day. This <laughs> is one of those movies. I don't want you like, in here. I don't want him to kill you, Joe. Yeah, that was really funny. He was a very hyperactive actor. I mean, Ooh. like I liked the guy. There's something well, he's about a basket case. <laughs> you got to remember, he's a basket case. But he was a likable performer. I guess you know what I mean. Like, yeah, he was likable. Yeah, very different. Like when you describe almost this like a man child, people, you might think <laughs> yeah. that you know he's a bit more he's a you know, glum or whatever because he's carrying around this secret of the he's very wide eye. Yeah, and very like smiley. What well, I'm, 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 I'm taking it naive. Eating. He's yeah naive. I'm taking it. He didn't have a childhood. 
Right. His his monster brothers controlled his life for so <laughs> right, long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Attacking him with psychic thoughts. <laughs> like, yeah, apparently. Get up and talk to me. Get up and play with me. Yeah. No, god damn it. Throw the ball. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that'd be terrible. Like if your brother talked to you in your mind psychically. Uh. And that scene where he's like, shut up, I gotta go to sleep, it's three o'clock in the morning, and he pulls the cup, yeah, the, 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 pillow. the pillow over his ears. I'm like, well, what's oh. that gonna do? Oh. Like, I was <laughs> figuring that was just, uh, that's like instinct. Yeah. Just yeah. to cover your ears. Cool. So, uh, <laughs> so, so yeah, the, but then, like, for okay, so, where am I getting it? The, so, uh, he, yeah, he runs off because he has the psychic attack. Right. And then, yeah, she, he finds out his brother killed another tenant. Killed the who, guy who broke in trying to, to get steal the, the money. money. Yep. Which that's like, that's like classic, you know, that's something you don't see in a lot of modern day horror movies where, they kind of just take one character from around and like have his own little segment of like I'm gonna steal that money. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I mean that whole, I mean the whole time he was interested in the money. Yeah, but when he actually, I actually like that scene where he's like sitting there looking at it, and the camera has a close up of the guy just staring at the money, and the and the uh, hotel manager is like, "Come on, everybody, get yeah. out, get out, get out!" You yeah. know, that's just a cool shot. I mean, it's a little abnormal, yeah. Because I was waiting for the, you know, the sh- the the reverse shot. I guess his point of view of like the hand reaching out and grabbing the money or something. Or they take him out and like somehow he took the money. But- right. That's well, what no, I was remember thinking. he snuck back in. He yeah, picked the well, lock. Yeah, 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 I was that, kinda, yeah. I was expecting like him. The yeah, everybody gets out and he just has the money. Yeah, that's what I was expecting. That's why I was. Yeah, I didn't think he was actually going to have to. Everybody right. gets out now. He has to go back in and right lock pick in. it and. Well, he's got to get murdered by a deformed Siamese brother. Yeah. So do we talk about the gore in this movie? Because that's also, I suppose, a selling point of the movie 1982. I would say so. Was they are fairly liberal with the use of the squishy red stuff. Which is funny, because apparently when this was first released, they cut most of that out and just kind of went for the comedy version of it. Like, Hmm. it was first released without any of the gore. What? Yeah. Right? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then later on, there was like a definitive cut of it where they released it back into theaters, like the full uncut version when they put all the gore back in. Because oh. the releasing company, whoever it was, didn't, they were like, eh, no. And they released it, psh, cut everything out. Hmm. But it came back. The VHS company? Is that what we're talking about? I think, about? It, no, the first, like, whoever uh, released it in theaters. Like, it was first released in theaters yeah. without a bunch of this gore. Huh. And then they put it back in. Wow. I didn't know that. I'm like, what the yeah, hell is the point at, of that? Which after? sucks because we just wa- I just watched that documentary, uh, Rewind This, and the director, this director is actually yeah, he's featured in, too. Yeah. in Rewind This because this was actually the very first VHS tape sold for 1999. Oh, yeah. All VHS tapes were $80, $90. Jesus. Well, because, I mean, you're so talking was, about. They were protecting the video stores, the yeah. rental stores. Uh, so if, if I charge you 89 gotcha. bucks, you're not going to buy it, but if you can you rent, rent it, it for two bucks or whatever a night, you'll rent it. Gotcha. Yeah. For like a year or whatever, then it'll drop. Yeah, but these were these were the first guys that are like, you know what, we got this monster movie. You know, I bet we can if we put it out for nineteen ninety nine. Price alone will get people to buy it and see it. Yeah, well, because I don't I I mean I thought the the pricing of the VHS was more to just uh I thought it was more to just protect the theaters. Like why would people want to go out to the theaters anymore if we if you made all these videos, you know? So that's well, why, but well, time, and plus the mastering, I mean, just the mastering of magnet, uh, whatever it's fucking called. Well, I remember like VHS when it finally got rolling, that was the thing that killed, um, like movies coming back to theaters because right. before that, you, you know, it seemed like, cause I remember star Wars 
you know, coming out like every two years. It was back in theaters again mm-hmm. or whatever. They would open the movie back up and on a re-release. And then once video came along, it's like, there goes re-release. Because now you can just rent it and watch it in your house. Well, yeah. but video was a real, because it's like, because a lot of people were thinking back then. It's like, how often? Well, I, I mean, I think this is true. It's like, how often are you going to watch it? You know, people aren't going to want this. It's like, yeah, you like Jaws, but fuck, do you want to watch it? You know, you see it once a year in theater, like. <laughs> you know, what's the purpose of having it at home? Yeah. Little did they know. Little did they know. I mean, really, I mean, really VHS <laughs> wouldn't have taken it off if it wasn't for the ability to record television. That's the only reason VHS really took off the way we know it now is yeah. for yeah. recording live television. Yeah. Yeah. It just happened that all this other stuff kind of came along with it. But I thought that was a little interesting bit of first VHS. I mean, that's there. how I first became aware of the movie. It had that kind of iconic... Not the cover that's currently on yeah, something weird. Something yeah, weird. Is, yeah, it yeah, was the poster. Not... It was the creepy because you just saw Belial poking up from underneath Through, the like just his right. eyes. Yeah. Yes. Just almost like a little widescreen shot in a weird mm-hmm. way. Oh, I love that. That's a fucking creepy black eyes on the thing. Yeah. God damn it. I'm I sure mentioned God, it dude. before, but I'm yeah. bringing it back up. Basket case and <laughs> it's alive are the like some of the best like two of the best like covers Isn't I've the ever seen. Poster for Basket Case Three a takeoff on the It's Alive poster? I think it is. I think so, because he has it, a baby. Well, yeah, it's got the baby carriage. Yeah. yeah. That's, 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 it's alive. That's the It's Alive oh, is it? cover. Yeah, because they've got, like, the little claw that hangs out over. Yeah, the baby uh, carriage. It's Alive oh, it's, is coming yeah, to the free show. Yeah, and I've seen that. Oh, that's It's Alive? Yeah. Okay, because I know the image. I yeah. know the the claw coming over the baby carriage. <laughs> okay. Back when they yeah. used to know how to make. Again, it's all about box it. art. That's all it is. Remember, it's all about box art. Yeah, fuck something weird video. <laughs> Why would you do that? Yeah, give us what we want. Ugh. So, I like how. Well, I mean, out of nowhere, the girl just pops up again, and she's just like, "The doctor died," and I just only thought of you. Like, I have no friends. I have nothing else in this. City. I have no storyline that brings me back to you. I, oh so come I on! I just thought of you. It's kismet. They they just met and love sparks are going off. And yeah. who else did you think of? Yeah, a friend. She's like, I mean, like, what was it? She's like, I just have to be with someone. I want to be with you. You can take me. Take me. <laughs> like wow. So she does mean be with you in the biblical sense. Yeah, man. Yes, She's indeed. just like <laughs> seeing my dead boss. Just got me so hot. <laughs> As it would. Well, I suppose it does, right? It reminds you of your own mortality, and how can you reinforce the notion that you're alive? Get to boning as quickly as you can. Unless you have a evil deformed brother in a basket. Uh, well, maybe it's like that's his own fault. You shouldn't set your deformed brother on a basket <laughs> on your like uh, uh, dresser. On your dresser, especially if it's like, to get don't mind ladies. if we fuck. Don't get jealous or nothing because you're a deformed freak and you'll never get to experience this. <laughs> <laughs> but or, I will, like, oh, or will he? Dun, 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 dun. This is when the movie starts getting really weird. Because this is one of those. Yeah, this is one. But it that's the explanation. <laughs> yeah, it was so right funny then. when because he starts to like feel her breast and then he feels like his brother's like her and he wraps her in a blanket and Wait, throws her out of the apartment. <laughs> right, so funny. And then she against she, the wall and then yeah. she's like, "Let me back in." Let me back in. It was yeah. like, "What's happening?" What? That's how you deal. That's how you get women to really love you. <laughs> you oh. have to like get out of here, broad. You got to touch their tits. Get ready to. You know, and then throw it, get out of here. She was all for it, 
too, and that and she's like, I don't care if you're awkwardly gonna do it, just grab my breasts. Oh, dude, she like, yeah, oh. put her hands up. She's, she's like, like, I'm ready. We kissed for a few times. She's like, like, Can I massage these? <laughs> it's like, these over are... your clothes? <laughs> it's a submissive female. Is that a title? Uh, submissive female. No, it is now. It's a, bo- it's, a, it's a book I found in my dad's drawer Whoa. <laughs> 10 years ago. BDSM. Definitely, yeah. Something like that. The woman on the back, she's like, There's a gun coming out of the corner. Yeah, that's it. Well, then I do like how then it turns into, Well, the monster's like, Well, fuck it. I want to feel her tits. Like, I felt what it's like mentally i guess but like i want my hands and i like how you see this dream in the last it's great in the last 10 minutes what this turns into it's just like uh, okay yeah. just running down the street naked and it's just like wh- but that's where the, are we going that's the monster i know no right? i know yeah, <laughs> yeah that's the, the monster because the monster is naked can't wear clothes <laughs> no, yeah. lump he is, but that's his dream after like, you figure out uh, what's going on but right. at first you're like what the fuck you're just like, eh, but no, it yeah. makes sense. And so they we were try just trying to, to say, where in New York can you like, you know, get naked at two o'clock in the morning or whatever and like run? In like, I think you've, I think, you've, I think, you've, I think you've answered your question. It's two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, just two o'clock in the morning. Where can't we anywhere get naked? Else. It's the city that never sleeps that well. It's well like, I mean, just in Times Square, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, you get towards the parks. I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what I hear. So. <laughs> But I, I just like that scene. How I mean, I wish you didn't need like red glowing eyes. That's what I think is supposed to tip the audience off. That like we're sharing thoughts. We're sharing yeah, thoughts. How that shows up. It was just stupid. It's like, it's like I was like, is he mad? Is he demonic? What's going like, on? Yeah, <laughs> that's his horny what eyes. What is this indicator like? It's an evil. It's an evil, evil thought. Evil, well, he's always evil been evil kind of evil. Like that's right. Evil? I mean, that's his whole. Well, maybe he was good until he got cut off. Because well, I, I do like how they gave him, like, these normal, beautiful blue eyes in the back flash. Like, right. he, he looks like a normal, like, he's just, oh, right. I'm a happy little lump on the side right. of my best bro. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then, then they're they like. Cut him off and he gets the back. Right. But then they're, like, in pain as they're sticking him. Yeah. As they're sticking him with the needles trying to get him to that's, fall asleep. That's which was also another thing. creepy. It was sad. Because then he's just like. Because he's freaking out. He's like. Ah, 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 and then all of a sudden. Dong. Dude, they even had a puppet with his eyes rolled back in his yeah. head. That was awesome. See, I think this like give these guys credit. Guy I know. This their puppet had eyes. eyes rolled back in his head. Yeah. And this speaks to the strength, I think, of the filmmaking or something. The we're story, like, at least. We're talking about a thing that blatantly looks like, I mean, a <laughs> rubber puppet. I mean, it, there's no getting around well, this. But Kermit shot looks like a head. fucking green felt puppet. I yeah. still love him. But he's not supposed to be real. But right. you know, you can, I see, mean, you can see the foam, like the bubbles. And yeah, the holes and you can see the, yeah. the fucking seams where the yeah. mold yeah, came yeah, together. Yeah. But we're still saying that you have some type he's of a, emotional attachment to this character, even though he just screams a lot. Like, oh. Right? Oh. <laughs> but terrifying. That's death howls. Terrifying. Yeah. I'll never forget them. <laughs> <laughs> never. You're gonna dream about this. Oh lady. Jesus! Yes. Yeah. Right. But Belial, like, sneaks into, so that we get the point of view of, like, you know, the hand massaging the, the boob and, you know, yes. all this other stuff. And then when the kid wakes up, <clears throat> you realize that he's been dreaming his brother's point of view. Right. It's actually Belial, like, right. molesting this. Not only molesting, girl. but then the camera moves over <laughs> onto front of her and then just starts going back and forth. Oh, yeah. Back and forth. Yeah, and like, at first what? I was like, What's, what? why is he moving? Oh. Uh, oh. Oh. You didn't know that was a rape scene? <laughs> oh. It's like, why is this? Why is this moving? Why? She, she never wakes up during this oh, entire no. assault, but well, she wakes up at the end. Whatever, it was the screaming, yeah, ah, ah, screaming. And then what's even more disturbing is when his brother busts in, 
He, like, the monster is sitting on her crotch, but there's nothing but blood. blood. It's just like, what the fuck? And he's gonna wrestle it off. Yeah, yeah, he's like <laughs> holding like on to five her thighs. <laughs> it's like, that's fucking just, yeah. oh my god. But this is the key moment in an exploitation movie, right? These are the moments that you're gonna remember later, because this is where you leave good taste behind mm. and kind of accelerate into the, it's like, like, what the hell so, territory? So either he, like, Literally ate her puss, or his dick is a cactus, or something like that, or like has that sort of. Well, I got the impression he was having sex with her. So he I'm was, but dick like, is a cactus. Uh, dick scenario. is a cactus, or just like it's surprisingly huge. It's just like <laughs> that's what most of them is like. Right, like, yeah, most of them is dick. It's just his penis he's, sucked he's 50% up inside of him. Dick. Yes, that it was just weird balls. because we just didn't get an answer for like no. why is her crotch blood? Why like, is just everything disgusting. bloody right now? Like, yep. She got fucked to death. Is that what you're telling me? She <laughs> bled out through. Ugh. Oh, yeah. and just that Tasteful. that squishy noise when he's like <laughs> yanks her off. But it works. Ooh, yeah, it works. it's cheap and then, sound design, but it's. It's just perfect for this movie. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. And then he hangs for a second. It's like he gets him back in the basket and he hangs out and he's like, you know, he's looking at her dead or he's like, it's the first naked woman I've ever seen. But he hangs out. He lingers for a little bit and then he takes off. Because bro didn't actually get to seal the deal. No, he didn't. Oh, my God. Yeah, so, and then Belial's like, I did something you didn't do. Yeah. How does that feel? Well, he probably experienced it. So, well, I don't know. <laughs> right. Maybe. <laughs> he was sweating when he woke up. So, you know. Yeah. That That's happens. all thing. Jealousy and breaking up the band. It's like uh, it oh, comes damn. between all good uh, whatever duos, I suppose. Right? It's a half yeah. duo of some sort. Yeah. Yeah. Duo. <laughs> the one point five. I've <laughs> yeah. always liked that. I don't know. I've always liked that story. I've always Top liked the you know yeah the the girl that will separate the bond between just two dudes. <laughs> the fight club. No, That's the, the, uh, just to the bond between two dudes. Two dudes man. It's like every Howard Hawks. Is that has, it, uh, has that been a, like a VO in like a for a trailer for a movie? Just like the bond between two dudes. <laughs> Maybe on the next Bill and Ted. Oh, it should be. Yeah, uh, they're talking about making one of those. Uh, yeah, They've been talking they for like do. four years. I would, I would go I'd watch it. I'd see it. it. But uh, second, I mean the most. I mean, I, I talked about this image earlier, even though we jumped a little bit ahead of this, but like the, the scalpels in the Dr. Yes. Kenner's face when we find out she's a ve- uh, a veterinarian. <laughs> a vegetarian. A vegetarian. We, we find out she's a vegetarian. Which is why she was put there. It's terrifying. But man, the scalpels in her face yeah. is one of the most frightening images, I think, of all horror movies, especially early horror movies. We're it's, trying to figure out why that bothered you so much. I think it's the lighting or something. It's not even. It's the it's way so that her eyes look. looking. It's, right. it's almost. It's almost framed around her eyes, and she's lit from below or something like yeah. that. But that's. I think and a lot of like. Isn't she the one that screams for like six? She minutes does. Straight? It's like, a long <laughs> scream. It reminds me of Suspiria in a it's weird off-putting. way. Not the scream, but of when uh, when the dead the glass like oh, huh. look upon thy death. <laughs> There's just something about, uh, like, uh, kind of fake, morbid looking, like, I don't know, and the camera just, like, just leers at it. You're just like, uh-huh. yeah. It's like, here it is. You yeah. want to look away. I mean, that's why I'm a big fan. Everybody's like, save the monster at the end. It's like, no, I want to look at the, if the monster is that horrifying, I want to, like, look at, I want to be the one that wants to look away, not the camera. The camera yeah. should be like, Fucking look at it! <laughs> and I should be like, no, no, it's horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, the other guy who got killed, what was it? Was it uh, Needlemeyer? He got ripped in half. So the, the, oh, yeah, oh. fuck. What was it? Like, he he scratched him in the face because Belial's method of attack is you open the the basket and stick your face down in front of it. Uh. He lo- leaps up and, you know, attaches to you, scratches the face. There's blood pouring all over the place. Yes. And then uh, once the guy's on the ground, he, like, reaches into his guts Ugh. And pulls him apart, and there's blood spraying everywhere. Yes. Like, there's a lot of good blood spray shots. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just like just random ones during the surgery. Just yeah, because that All really the is the gore in the movies: blood splatter blood. on walls and yeah, faces. And stuff. I don't know if it's, it's effective, effective because I haven't seen it really. Like in you know this type of over indulgent way. Mm. Yeah, in how much of it movies. is this? It's like, because, it, like, okay, like, Evil Dead is funny because it's so much, but this is horrifying because it's a lot. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yes. <laughs> and plus, I mean, you scream as it, like, as it see- seeps out of you. Know? I mean, that's yeah. what, like, ugh, horrifying. <laughs> it's just everywhere. Just, just bloody track marks going to the window. Well, yeah. a few weeks ago, we watched, uh, or we watched, as the show since, um... <laughs> Ten and Bray. The Royal We. And when when the woman's get her arm cut off and she like sprays it on the wall, yeah. she's like, just that fucking much blood is just like, <laughs> oh my god. And they're screaming their head off. It's just right. like horrifying. It's because you're always like you're you're with the characters, and if you, you always know if you see that much blood, you know they're gone. You know they're dead. Like, oh, they're not well, supposedly I that's think like that's a, the thing. It's an instinct of ours. You I think, know? Yeah. like we just know that like Identif- yeah, that like stuff that's, should be inside you. Yeah, right. And yeah. that much that means there's no coming like, back. Yeah. Like, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's not good. Speaking of which, this movie has a King Kong ending. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, wait, okay, no, wait, correct me if I'm wrong. Well, I mean, the two brothers obviously get into a fight because of the death of the, you know, Belial killed the girlfriend. Right. Why can't you let me ever have whatever I want? Ah, did he rip his dick off or something? What was going on there? He, he just grabbed, grabbed it and lifted him up because it's oh, the 80s. Okay. Yeah. It's funny to grab dicks and lift people up right. by them. Yeah. What else happened? They both went A lot of movies. <laughs> that happened a lot in the 80s. Yeah, people grabbing movies. dicks and lifting. I want to say that was in uh, Trauma, uh, in uh, Class of Newcomb High. I want to say a girl grabs somebody's dick and lifts them up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> happened a lot. A lot. That was a thing. Like, it was just discovered, like, oh, if we, if we grab them there, they don't like that. It's just like yeah, a They don't do that in movies anymore now, they do they? Don't. Where you actually grab someone by the dick as, like, listen to me, motherfucker. Yeah. I was, <laughs> in the 80s, they did that a lot. Really they weird. Did. They don't want to teach people to fight yeah. dirty. It yeah. went into the 90s, too. I was just watching, like, Lethal Weapon 3. And it's the part where Renee, Renee Russo just, like, grabs and, like, yeah. It's the last time I saw it. Well, then. Hmm. But so, they both go out the window and then fall off the side, the sign on the side of the building. Because right. Belial, that's a good image. Belial is actually Belial's holding, holding on, on to the, the uh, fire escape. Yeah. And the, Even though he kills uh, his brother. Was like, he dead at that point? I want to say. He oh, he had him by the throat or something. Yeah. I think he was. I thought he was like trying to hold on to it. Maybe he's still know. trying to. No, kill he, him. I think yeah, he had him by the throat. Pro- I mean, because if you just let him fall and die, but it's probably just still trying to kill him. Yeah. But, but it's funny they that Belial's like the last character that you're with, <laughs> like trying to hold on to the side. <laughs> yeah, so I will survive. And then just like yeah, just like King Kong, you know, you have the people gather around, and then you have like one guy that should have said "Twas Beauty killed the beast," but <laughs> doesn't say anything. He just just kind of just like, has people going around going shit. Yeah, what the yeah. fuck is? It's that? the night manager, right, or the the guy at the front desk? Is it? Yeah, I think wasn't it. What? 
I don't know. There's, there's like there. a, I think probably, but there's a whole crowd of it's probably all the the hallway regulars are yeah. all out there just looking at him in a circle. Not the guy with the punk '80s uh, shades, the slick. Yeah, yeah, the leopard, the first <laughs> punk ever, <laughs> or the, the first punk in New York. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> so we're on scene with the first punk. Hello, yeah. sir. <laughs> so is that it? Is that I mean, it? Do we, do we, I, I don't know. I think we hit every scene. We yeah, hit all the lots deaths. Lots of gore. We got, we got Fluffernutter, uh, Needle, Needlemeyer, <laughs> Fluffalo, and Cutter. Cutter. Yeah. They all died. The chick died. The, the, well, we didn't talk about, I Some mean, the freaky hooker. puppets. Because the, oh, yeah, it's the whole went, hooker thing. Because, I mean, that's supposed they to show. Friends. Yeah, that's supposed to show how when uh, the monster, Belial, is jealous of, of Dwayne. Yeah. So he sneaks into the hooker's apartment and starts, you know, wants to like cop a feel her. on her. Right. But then she sees him and freaks out. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they end up, they're drinking buddies for a little while. And then he kind of like sp- spills well, he this whole story. story. That's cool because like they're just laughing and he right. starts telling this ridiculous thing about my brother. And then it gets serious. It's I like that. I do too. My brother. <laughs> it's, but it's, it's actually funny. Like <laughs> I was actually kind of cracking up listening to them say things and then laugh at them. Yeah. And then she slowly just stops laughing at the things he's yeah. saying while he yeah. gets more hysterical. Yeah, because yeah. he's... A basket guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was yeah, it was pretty good. I'm like, I, I do I'm think the, I'm laughing at this. The back, the the flashback is a little too long. Yeah, you know, a little bit. I mean, we're getting to know a story. I get it. We need it, but like, goddamn, that thing goes on for like 15 minutes. I mean, that's like a good chunk of the movie. Yeah, I know. Flashback. You take that out, you do have your 40 minute movie. I right? bet, man. Yeah, it's like that, and like every like panning shot, you get the full panning shot. They're like, we got to pad this out. We got to get everything in there. So it's like. Five minute panning shots yeah. going over to the bed. But I do yeah. like those because you see lots of blood on the wall. Yes, and like, that's very classic. You were talking about you like the slide in shots that where people slide oh my into God. scenes people looking like... at the camera. <laughs> they like they come in from screen left. Some right. of it's yeah. really hilarious. <laughs> there's one when when uh, the, there's like a cop there, uh, and uh, our main character Dwayne gets to his apartment. And, like, I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to have this tight <laughs> shot and have the guy, like, walk it behind. But just, like, the way they slide in, it's just like, that is so fucking hilarious. Hey, you like, there. It looks so unnatural. Is that your apartment? And the guy doesn't turn around. Like, he's just, like, talking to the cop over his shoulder. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah those, yeah. It's like, I mean, there's some, was, like, artistic choices in this movie. I mean, I appreciate <laughs> it. They didn't, like, work, but... Yeah. No, I, I was saying, it. no, those end up making... It makes him look more suspicious. Like, just turn and look at him and talk to him. It's yeah, like, it's just what are you no? doing? I was out with somebody all day. Well, I wasn't here. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nobody was in my apartment. Yeah. So, I mean, that does it for me. For basket case. That's basket case. Basket all right. Case. We need to summon our mail order. Igor. Igor. Masters. Masters, the mail. I've got the mail. So many letters. Our followers are rising. Rising. All right, and thank you, Igor. New teeth. Did you see his teeth? He's uh, got new teeth. Uh, those might be old ones. We just have to like the, use. Swap out? Uh, yeah, we're just using the old ones for now until we, we're waiting for them. Oh, ones. wait, okay. They're coming in. All right. They're on order. That's why he's got the bottoms on the top. Oh, Jesus. Oh, <laughs> Igor. Oh, flip that shit. Come on. Yeah. Well, Igor has brought us our mailbag. If you want to write to us, you can get a hold of us on Facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show or... By email at Saturday Night Freak Show at yahoo.com. Do we tweet her? We do. do we tweet at the twats. Do we, at do we Sat Freak Show. Oh. We tweet all the time. We okay. tweet as much as we can. Uh, and you should retweet everything that we tweet. That's what I'm told. And then we'll like your tweets. <laughs> 
and Twitter that tweet, and, yeah. and then Twitter tweet, the, the Twitter the twat the twatters. I wanted yeah. to be yeah. at Twitter dumb, but no, was I wasn't that smart. <laughs> uh, what is it? Grand Theft <laughs> yeah. Auto. It's like bleep. The bleed, you do yeah, bleed. bleed. Uh, so our first uh, email, email this time comes from Cyrus, a man. He says, hey, guys, love your show. Hey. I've been listening for the past year now, and I get a kick out of the mix of personalities and opinions. You guys entertain me while I drive to and from work or do laundry at home. Cyrus, I think that's the ideal Cyrus to listen. You are my new favorite fan. To the Saturday Night Freak Show. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Please tell your friends. Yeah, tell everybody. Thank you. Uh, Ashley Rodriguez writes in, says, uh, I'm excited you guys were watching Quatermass in the Pit. I've read that it had a big influence on Doctor Who. Well, I probably heard it in last week's episode. Uh, we want to talk a little bit about... I don't watch Doctor I'm not a Whovian. No, neither am I. Well, just in the idea that it's like, but yeah, a, you, you know, the, the British TV, or sorry, British science fiction usually has some kind of authoritative professorial character who, you know, can take you through, like, this is it's science, but it, you know, it, 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 just the, the guy that knows everything. Science fiction. Yeah. yeah. I it's have strange. a strange. There are several Doctor Who episodes that were inspired by Quatermass and the Pit. Some of them took it. the concept directly. Oh, shit. Yeah, because what's his noodle? The new guy who writes for Doctor Who, or Mark Gaddis, is a big Quatermass and uh, the Pit fan. Mm. You should check out his uh, History yeah. of Horror uh, episodes. Mm. Also, or the documentary it's on youtube it's great uh bobette georgie writes in about basket right. case Ooh. this is coming from the old vhs days of horror especially movies with low budgets will always remain some of the best oh yeah that's true passion right there well because they they had a like a market they needed to fill so yeah. like one day we need to watch was it blood cult Blood Call. I mean, I mean it it's sounds one, like it fits right in. Well, it's one of the first. Like, I mean, it's shot on video just to get pushed uh, out the video. Oh, damn, really? oh yeah, dude, we're talking That's, shot on video. Dude, Truth or Dare. Everybody out there that loves shit, fucking VHS movies, needs to see Truth or Dare. The Madonna movie? Nope. It oh, is a God. horror movie. Did you ever <laughs> see? It was a horror. No, movie. did you ever oh. see Truth or Dare and it's dripping blood? Have no. you ever seen that on a hoodie? Or if no. you if you haven't been paying attention in your comic <laughs> event or your comic your horror conventions, <laughs> Truth or Dare? Oh my. I, dude, in the first few minutes, this guy is like in the woods alone. Imagine some girl like comes up to his campfire. They start playing Truth or Dare, and then she's like, I dare you to pull out your tongue. And he does. Like pulls it out of pulls his, his head. Pulls his tongue out of his head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. It, I mean, yeah, VHS it's forever. Like stretch and go. This is like shot on. I mean, that is uh, like on a Sony video. Handycam yeah, shot on video, it. dude. Oh, yeah. Blood Cult. I've only seen the first few minutes of Blood Cult because it was before I understood what shot on video meant. Oh, my God. I mean, yeah, yeah. it just looks like something we would do like in At, the 90s yeah, in with your, your stepdad's fucking. Yeah. But Ugh. I do want to watch so Blood Cult. I couldn't Cult. take any of that stuff because it was like just the quality level was like. Ugh. But it's like the 16 millimeter of its day, right? If you were back in the yeah, 50s going to drive ins really, and watching really the bad. creeping terror. That's what those were, you know. But video was the new creeping terror is not fucking professional. <laughs> Neither is Devil Doll. Never like I mean, all those like mystery science theater, you know, those movies are not Manos, professional. There's just lots of them to fill a market. Yeah. Same thing with video. Same <laughs> difference. The true predecessor of uh, of uh, of the uh, what what do you want to call it? Schlock. 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 Oh. So, Open the floodgates. Yeah. So is that it? Are we wrapping it up? Yeah. Yep. 
All right, so that's going to start with me on Basket Case. Colin, what did you think about Basket Case? I liked it, sir. This is my second time going through it. I'm pretty sure I saw it the first time with Travis, although he doesn't remember this. That's not true. So one of us, <laughs> one our of memory lying. Yeah, is not working correctly. Um, Damn. The, uh, in the horror pantheon, there are movies that are classics, and there are movies that are minor classics. Classics? Like, <laughs> what did oh, I say? Classic. No, I'm just saying, there's classics and classics. Oh, classics, yeah. <laughs> ah. classics. It's like somehow, you know, it's not like I think everybody needs to go out and check out this movie. You know, like, the, you know, a horror movie classic is like, you have to see this. doesn't matter who you are, this is a classic. But, uh... This is like a minor classic within the genre, and it's, it is, like I was saying before, it's a miracle that it works at all, based on the elements that they have to play with here. Um, you know, I mean, the, the rubber puppet. I mean, you know. <laughs> you know all the, the puppets were rubber back then. Yeah, <laughs> but the they Lucas didn't ones. look as <laughs> fake as this one. But that's what I'm saying, you know, and I'm just repeating myself, but the idea that you still have an emotional attachment to this rubber thing where it's like, you know, I mean, I'm reminded of in the movie Ed Wood where uh, Martin Landau as Bella Lugosi has to wrestle with the big yeah, giant. And that's basically what's <laughs> happening here yeah. in this movie. But somehow it works. I can't explain why. It's this guy has like little gloves that the <laughs> that uh, and the uh, tips of the fingers guy. the tips of the fingers always fold they're, yeah they're right like yeah. <laughs> oh he's got some loose he's just loose skin that's all it is yeah, just loose skin. oh my god he's so, deformed yeah leave him alone <laughs> so it works folks that's all i'm saying i mean don't expect high art but it does fulfill i think the contract that it makes with its audience mm. which is it's going to be an exploitation movie you're going to have nudity you're going to have oh no gore. just a guy we see a dick yeah, no bush. Boobs. Hey, the, boobs. Large breast. Oh, but like I said, we see a dick, but no bush. Not even a oh, bush. No, no, I mean, there was bush, dick. but it was with the dick. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, just some kind of outlandish situations are going to happen, and it delivers on all those things. That guy runs weird. I think uh, he was naked. Yeah, I mean, in New York, <laughs> true. I would run a little weird too. A little, my ass would be a little clenched. That's yeah. all I'm saying. That looked like what it was. That looked like what it was. Are you sure about this? Stuff? How many blocks? Star? Ten yeah. blocks seems like a lot. Yeah, maybe. How many pebbles are on that the <laughs> yeah. sidewalk? Yeah, or syringes, right? That have been. Like, oh, um, yeah. So I would say check it out. I think uh, I'm curious to see. It's like. hmm. I was going to say, I'm curious to see what other Frank Henenlotter movies are like based on this one, because I expect a certain type of humor, because he had to have gone in it with some kind of like, this is the most ridiculous, you know, scenario <laughs> that we could possibly do. But it does kind of play it straight, which is why, you know, again, I think part of the reason why it's successful at, w at what it's trying to do. Um, but. I mean, I've known about Frankenhooker all my life, and I've never actually doubled back and, and huh? picked it up or watched it. And yeah. and whether or not brain damage is one, I've got to confirm this, but whether or not brain damage is one, I haven't done that one either. So uh, I don't know. But basket case, I would say check it out. I agree, Colin. Like like you were saying, it's it's always been, it's one of those titles that's always been like on the list. It's always floating around in there. You never really ever get the chance to watch them, but they're always there. Just like, oh, yeah, I've heard of that basket case. Always sticking around. Uh, it's my first time seeing it. Um, and like you said, it it works. Like, it worked on me. Like, I was, it's, it's 
disturbing. Like when he pops out of that case and he's just like <laughs> fucking screaming at you, like yeah. it worked. I was like, I was disturbed by some of the imagery in this movie. Question um, for you though, yes. like at the beginning, how long were you thinking that like, oh my God, what have they got at me watching tonight? <laughs> I mean, I'm not in that territory anymore having been part of the freak show for three years like oh, no, it's another crap but, you know, like, yeah that's what i was afraid of like at the beginning of it you're like it's like is the camera or is the light on the camera is that what the light source is yeah <laughs> oh but uh i i enjoyed this um i was i was kind of surprised by it i'm uh yeah i, I mean i liked you know it it, it is exactly it, I don't know if this makes sense. It is exactly what it is. It's, it seems like it's exactly what they wanted it to be. Um, and like you said, it plays it straight, which I think is a strength for it. Um, I liked it. I, I think it was very good. Um, I would, I, there's two and three. Like I would, I would watch those. I would watch Basket Case two and three right now. Maybe they're in a sh- Travis is shaking his head. Travis <laughs> like, I've, I've they, seen them. It's Don't almost like the difference it. between Texas Chainsaw and Texas Chainsaw two. Yeah, they understand the dark comedy, and then it gets a little too. And it's like, oh well, you got rid of all the horror. Like, got rid of yeah, all yeah. the dist- everything that's disturbing is now just dark comedy for the sequels. I mean, he has. I want to say the Belial has kids in part three or whatever. He did. So, yeah, because like, I, I, yeah, I read no. up on him a little bit. He has and kids in part three. about them finding freaks. They go to a freak they show They find or freaks. Something. He tries to sew them back on, I hear, like to try and recombine. I don't even remember them. Yeah. But, I mean, that sounds, I mean, based off of this, like, I enjoyed this. That seems interesting to me, whether it's bad or not. Like, I'd still like to see it. They're on YouTube for free. Are they? Yeah. I you can might watch two go, and three on YouTube. I might go find them. <laughs> I might go back and watch it because, I mean, it's been forever, so. Right. But, I mean, it was, like, the imagery is disturbing, like, that puppet. I mean, foam or not. Like, when it's, it did something to me. I, I recommend it. I think you should see it. Um... I think this movie, I mean, the reason to me it stands out is because, especially if we're talking like early 80s, I mean, most horror movies were, you know, a dude with a knife or, you know, I mean, really a guy with a knife or a ghost or, you know, you got these same horror things. And like, even though the evil twin, evil twin is kind of a, like, I wonder where that starts. It's like, that's kind of a classic horror trope sure. in a weird way. The evil twin. <laughs> this is a different think, version of that. Why, exactly. Well, I think the, the way special effects changed horror movies in the 80s is why this is a different and probably the most definitive evil twin-like movie <laughs> in my mind. Because just the special effects, the fact that the evil twin is no longer just like, a guy with like some dark makeup under his eyes that looks like the other character. He's like, Holy yeah. fuck, this is a goddamn little monster. Like the <laughs> evil twin is a monster. And, uh, even back before we started making these horror icons, you know, this is, I consider a basket basket case to be one of the horror icons. I mean, he gets no love. I mean, you won't see him <laughs> on any posters, no toys, no, Oh. But Basket Case to me has always just been one of those. I mean, it is a classic of the genre. I mean, maybe not in the whole, like, AFI is not going to fucking get to it for a long time. Uh, so, <laughs> but of the genre of horror, I think Basket Case is a huge classic. One of the most watchable Grindhouse movies ever made. Um, and, uh, I mean, the the gore, I think, is just... It is frightening, and it shows what you can do without showing much. You can just have the camera pointed and have blood squirting everywhere as long as you scream for eight minutes over it. <laughs> yeah, be and, sure to scream. Uh, you know, I think the, the puppet works, yeah, because 
you do have at least like these two mitten hands that, that you know. So at least you can see the monster sometimes moving his mouth. You know, you yeah, might have a well, it was, that it was, fucking shot where the hand came out of the toilet. <laughs> I'm like, well, you'd do that false by bottom. I mean, yeah, just but like, think, but well, it's I a guess. stage or whatever. So yeah, yeah, I suppose. It's like also like, did looks the dresser. Good. <clears throat> yeah, well, yeah. He, right. he takes uh, the you know this. I mean, this whole movie is based on the thing from the Adams family. <laughs> I mean, you just have <laughs> yeah. the whole cut out with the basket. But also, like, I'm like. I don't think I could think of another movie where there's like a basket that someone's like, I'll go look in this basket. <laughs> it, I mean, it works. There's, it's not stupid on why they're looking in the basket. It's like it works. Right. Yeah. What, every every person that looks in this basket is fucking curious about what's in this basket. And it could be this. <laughs> but I think it's like, what other movie does that? This cool basket that people are like, I love it when the hooker like, Looks at it because she just got he just got done telling her the story, you know, at the bar. He drinks her home and then she's like looking at the basket, you know, and you're like, oh, fuck, she's going to get it. And then there's nothing in the basket. You're like, holy shit. That would really work if you thought he was still crazy or whatever, you know. Right. Right, Yeah. yeah. But still, I just think uh, I just think this movie's too unique to let any uh, I mean. I mean, that's why I love trauma. Well, some trauma movies or whatever. It's just I just think some ideas are too unique. That regardless of a budget or it's just a good, it's just a good story. It's a good play or good, you know, it's just whatever. Whether this was black and white on television of the forties or this, what I think would be a great remake. You know, they're always trying to find these remake movies that don't like the Omen doesn't need a prequel or a remake, but you know what? Fucking basket case needs a goddamn remake. <laughs> right? There's a lot of room to move by right now. Yeah. You know, shit like it's alive. That needs a remake. There's plenty they remade of- that. Uh, yeah, well, uh, they changed the concept. That's why it's like, yeah, I guess they remade it, but with it, they re- they reused the title. That's what I'm gonna say. Hmm. My, yeah, they didn't necessarily remake what I liked about It's Alive. They weren't monster babies, <laughs> at least not that I can remember. But anyway, so I do love this movie. Uh, everyone should have it in their horror collection. You should show your friends and. Spread the word. Yeah, I guess so. How cute would it be to have a little foam belial just sitting on your desk? Oh, a little pencil topper. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looks exactly like one. It and does. A, an eraser. Those little monster ones are just like, ah. That's yeah, exactly what little, it is. Yeah. It's arms. That'd be Wait, perfect. Wait, did Ghostbusters rip off belial in the design of For Slimer? Slimer? No. Uh, I mean, probably not. Who knows how what long, inspires who? But well, actually, nah. Slimer is supposed to be actually inspired Belushi. by yeah, John Belushi. It's supposed, mm. it's supposed to look like John Belushi. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's like if John Belushi huh. were a ghost, he'd be this. Yeah. yeah. So I love Basket Case. I recommend yeah. it to you and your family. All right, I'm going to show my nephew, kids and all. Well, that's uh, Basket Case on the Saturday Night Freak Show. And next week, we're going to be watching a movie that's chosen by Sean. What are we watching, Sean? Sorority House Massacre 2. I think this is going to be my year of sequels, it would appear. I guess so. Because I've been just picking sequels to movies throughout, like, since the start of the year. Do we need to see Sorority House Massacre 1? I don't, because the story changes so much between, I or enough between the first one and the second one. I don't think you do. Uh, if not, it gets recapped in the second one. Sorority House Massacre is Halloween as if Jamie Lee Curtis moved into the Myers house. 
It's just about a Basically, sorority house yes. that sets up in the house of a killer. The killer is coming back uh, home in the sorority. Uh, uh, it's a cool story. Yeah, it is. I've always wanted to see it, but we're not watching that. No, we're no. Two. We're watching two because yeah. that's the one I grew up watching, and that's uh, the one you guys are going to watch. I don't think I am watching it. Oh. Yeah, I'm gone. Oh, oh that's right. Well, I might. Well, check it out on YouTube and send in a written review. There you go. Do it. All right, cool. Well, it's next week on the Saturday Night Freak Show, and until then, the basement is going dark.